2: Recorded live.
0: All right, here I am. Perfect. Good. <clears throat> so how has this week been?
2: Uh, it's been good.
1: it um, been good. I'm uh, a little bit busy trying to do some transition work. Um, probably uh, still not feeling great, like physically. I had kind of a lingering cold. So, okay. haven't been working out as much as I want to, which is probably the one bummer. Right. And, um, but are
0: you are you still able to walk like you were doing yeah. last week?
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably the interesting observation I would have about it is, you know, I feel like oh, I'm sorry. I also have um, had kind of numerous um work things come up. Um uh-huh. uh, meaning potential new options for me. Uh-huh.
2: Um,
1: including a headhunter uh, chasing me for a job, uh for a CEO job. these these uh, how, how does
0: that uh, how does that work? How does that make you feel like it's pretty pretty
1: well yes yeah, so I was gonna get I was gonna get there. So and then yeah. another guy in D C and so I got three things that you know are pretty real. Mm-hmm. Um so I think what's a little bit interesting about it is um you know I I know the right task path, path for me is to, you know, kind of focus on my health and my relationships, right, and um, kind of re- re-evaluate and reestablish, you know, kind of who I am and, and you know, the financial, t- take the opportunity I have without any financial stress, um, to take that opportunity and, and use it to my advantage because I probably, it would be unlikely that I would get another one like it, right? So,
2: yeah.
1: you know, so it's like not confusing to me that that's the best choice for mm-hmm. me. Yet it's easier for me to, you know, kind of work my way through these other problems. It's more habitual.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so if I had any observation, you know, I... I in a weird way, feel like i'm already um potentially negatively affecting the path of of what <clears throat> could be a, you know an i you know an ideal thing for me yeah. um and uh allowing uh, you know other things to interfere with it and i and i would say that would <clears throat> encompass kind of my health i i think it would encompass um you know, schedule. I think it would. You know, I I just feel like, um. I just feel like I. Um, I'm I'm not uh, probably discipline is the wrong word, but I'm not being disciplined about committing to what I said I was gonna do. Mm. Um. And uh. And I could I could easily see myself making you know a pretty serious mistake. Yeah. And uh, and and missing this opportunity.
0: Okay. Okay. So let's talk about what a serious mistake would look like. Okay. Because of the three options, or the three opportunities, or invitations that you're getting from you're getting from these three headhunters, um, are any of these? Um, of any interest, do they really, are they tagging at you for the right reasons, meaning, you know, you can sense in your gut that, you know, this could it could potentially be extremely fun and you could bring in, um, a lot of good stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's really, is any of them, are there any of them opportunities that are about you and not your head or, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, so um, it, it's the answer is yes, but what if I t- told you that you know, um, the the chance I'm looking to to take advantage of is to fill my soul, not my head, right? That my head will always be there, and I will always be able to make money, and I've proven that I can, right? So
2: absolutely,
1: um, you know, and so and it and I you know, and it's easier for me to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the opportunity I have is to, to get myself physically, mentally, and emotionally healthy. Um, and thats that is, that it, there is a small part of that, that is feeling valued at work, but, but I need to diminish that part of it in order to be truly happy and healthy. And, um, so, so the mistake would be to to go to you know the the place where the, I'm focusing on things that aren't actually on my core path.
0: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> now the thing, the the piece that I'm that I believe is the most important is that I am not clear, and I don't know if you are, what is, what is the the activity, that, what is it that would feel your soul? What is I it don't even, know. What is, I it don't is. know. <laughs> <That's exactly
2: clears
1: throat> it. And I've never given my chance to sell, myself a chance to find out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so like, and I'll use, you know, a simple, probably a little bit controversial example, but a simple one, which is Jennifer. I mean, if I have kind of, if I am emotionally closed to the value of that relationship, um, and I, you know, and I compartmentalize it, which she says I do, right, you know, it's second to work, it's second to kids, it's second to whatever, which is true. You know, she's, it's hard to hear, but it's true. Um, if I'm, uh, not allowing for the, the value of, you know, a relationship and a partner to really exist in my life, you know, that could be something that is very important for me. Uh, another simple one, you know, spending time outside.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. Um, you know, g- going for hikes or, you know, being a part of, you know, the wilderness. And if I don't discover those things, then I have no idea how to filter what jobs I'm interested in because I'm doing it based on the the, the patterns I've historically lived with.
0: Yes. Yeah. And what is the concern? What is, for example, what has gotten in the way these weeks that, were you able to actually keep up with at least 30 minutes a day of being unplugged or not?
1: Uh, yeah, for the most part, um, yes.
0: Okay. But, and is it, was there something that was... What would interfere? Is it just your head and the busyness of being with, like, closing things at work? Is it work-related or is there other things? Because I think that there might be another source as well.
1: No, so, like, I mean, so, like... W- like when I got downtime, like I'll pick up a book, right? Which I don't think that does the same thing. Now it relaxes me in a different way. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like I was on the train and I would, you know, close my, I had a train back and forth to DC and I would close my eyes, you know, for,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, a good 30 minutes. I did the same thing yesterday. So that you know, there's three days right there in a row, you know, but, um, and just let my mind go. Right. This morning I did it just in bed. I just laid in bed for 30 minutes after I got up and, you know, let myself kind of just relax. Um, and, you know, so I'm finding different ways to do it, but I, um, I, I have a huge part of me that feels like I need to do something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like any, I, I just need to do something, right. Because I, um, it, it can't be okay to just sit and do nothing, so I'm going to go, you know, um, bake a cake, right, Uh, you know, whatever. Um, And it's, um, I I think it's very habitual for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what, and it's interesting because I wonder if we could actually put in place a very, uh, a a little bit more of a structured plan plan of action that would have a little bit of that same, um, it, would, it would require the same kind of attention and focus from you that work has had, right? But but it's actually on you. Now, I, I'm guessing that there's resistance because I'm curious what would be, because a book is great, and I think a book is a really good step, you know, first step. Is relaxing and being able to just like unplug and so on. Much better would be to do some journaling, right? Yep. And really, or even visualize like what would be your ideal scenario. But that is something that actually we could, for a moment, even at, my guess is that who you are and what you you know, you came to do to this planet it's not something completely unknown and weird for you, like odd and out there in the future. I think it's a combination of things that you have already done that may be a little bit out of your um, center focus. So I'm going to ask you, what event in your life, anything at all, what situation or event in your life do you remember where you felt that you were, like, on top of the world and this was it? I mean, this was, like, a very, like, a very a particular moment. If you just, like, think of what is the first thing that comes to mind where you felt yourself, meaning you felt completely connected with who you are, like, this was something that was feeding you in a different way.
1: I can't remember any. I mean, I um I, when when I was at this job doing charity work, we did a bunch of things um um where we were helping local communities. So we did a mm-hmm. thing with kids uh building a, a park, uh, like a, a organic garden for them at a charter school in Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, and then we did uh we built bikes for um orphans in mm-hmm. Rhode Island and then we rebuilt I mean I I have 100 of them but the three that come to mind we rebuilt a um little league field in Boston inner city Boston All
2: right.
1: and um I can remember feeling uh really good about it because I took a but it's it's complicated because I took a you know a business problem and, you know, social needs, and I married the two things together, and I created a, a team dynamic, right? So, I you know, I would have 60 or 70 or 80 people out there doing it with me, and um, I could tell how much value the people were getting from it. Yeah. Um, and then I would get notes from other people in the organization that took their teams out and did it. You know, so, I, I mean, that made me feel very good. It made me feel like I wasn't, you know, just in a business to make money. I was actually doing something good. Yeah. So I would say that stands out. I would say physical accomplishment stands out, you know, when I finished yeah. my first, first triathlon, um, you know, which I didn't think I could do. You know, I like I, when I started, I literally couldn't swim. I had never biked you know, 30 miles, Um, I could run, but I couldn't do the other two. And I, you know, and I finished it in a respectable amount of time. Um, You know, that one was a pretty big deal to me. But same with the marathons, you know, just the feeling of pushing through a boundary that I never, had never uh, felt like I could, you know, um, those things, you know, also. Similarly
0: so there's something about accomplishing something where you actually are showing now is it that do they both feel you in a similar way because i have, I have a sense that they're slightly different. one is more of a personal thing versus the other one is something that you know that you're contributing at a larger scale in so many levels
1: yeah very very different um, yeah. very different, uh, and one of them is a more, a more lasting legacy, you know, because I don't, n- nobody on my, on the team of 700 people that worked for me will ever not do charity work.
2: Right. I, I mean, that, right.
1: you know, because, and I know it just because of how embedded I made it in the last five years. And that's going to, yeah. you know, change the face of the organization for a long time to come. And that, you know, that's important to me. Um, You know, and I, and I, you know, and and I know it, right? I mean, I, I don't. I'm not speculating. I, I know that that's what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, because my guess is that that fills a variety of, of places within you. I mean, you—you you were born to lead. There's no question about it, and you know that. The thing is that, what are you leading for or towards, and who are you leading? You have to, There has to be meeting. Yeah. That so they,
1: there is a similarity between um, there's a, there is a common thread between the the marathon and triathlon and the other thing because yeah. I I did the marathon and the triathlon in part because I I didn't want to be like my dad
2: where uh. I was
1: telling my son what I expected of him without having done anything. So there was okay. an in, there was an internal motivation there to 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 show work ethic, not to talk mm. about work ethic. If that makes sense, um, of course. To to show that you can, you know, get beyond any boundary, not to just talk about. It. Right, yeah. like I really felt very strongly as a dad, you know that. Uh, and it's the same thing I do with boxing now. You know, you, you need. To try new things. If you want your kids to try new things, yes, <clears throat> Yeah.
0: yeah. It's about yourself showing that you can get out of your box, so they can actually push through their own boxes themselves. Which sounds, yes. sounds fabulous.
1: Yeah, and the but the common thread is like I am a leader that wants I don't want to preach about leadership. I want to yeah. demonstrate leadership, and I. And I think there's a a lot of people think that they can you know academically talk about it.
2: Uh-huh. And yeah. I
1: don't uh, I don't believe in that. I you know um, you know if if I don't want people working on weekends, I can't work on the weekend,
2: yeah. right?
1: Or at least show people that, right? So what I would do is I'd make a list of all the things I wanted to deal with Monday morning, and I would like do it Saturday morning, but I wouldn't uh-huh. send an email until Monday morning other right. other people talk about it well I don't want you to deal with this till Monday but here's your problem you need to solve on Monday and by yeah. definition you're going to you know screw up people's weekends you know because you're and so I just I believe very very strongly that you that it's very hard to do but it's very important to do
0: mhm so it seems to me that the kind of leader you are You're going to be leading by example, not just by talking. And you're going to walk your talk. And not only that, but you're going to – you recognize that the people that you're leading have their needs that you're aware of. And by you serving those needs, you're going to get a team that is going to be much stronger and it's going to create a different kind of culture, which is what is really going to take whatever organization you are in really – to like extraordinary levels. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I mean that's my that is what I believe in. Yes.
0: Right. So there's no question about your work ethic and what is interested, what interests you and what fuels you. Now, if you were to what would be what would be your dream come true? Do you want to
1: Honestly, this is I I just want to um I want to stop worrying every day. I want to be happy every day. And okay. my dream come true is I'm sick of being miserable
0: mm. and angry. Okay. But it's, not, it's interesting. Do you realize that, okay, let's just start tapping through the points because we're talking a lot and we're not, I we, I want to get into the, the, what is it every day, what is fueling your anger? What is fueling that frustration and unhappiness?
1: Uh, I because, think it's ang- I think it's anxiety.
0: Okay, and anxiety. I'm sorry, but I'll tell you because at this point, I'm going to just say it to you. Anxiety is a code word for fear. So, what is it? If you were just to guess, if you don't know, what is it that you're afraid of?
1: I mean, I, I've um, I've talked to Jennifer about this a hundred times, and I don't have a good answer. I. Um, I have control issues um, mm-hmm. because it, um, the unknown feels uncontrollable to me. Okay. Um, I have um, – I put it in a, a few different buckets. So control would be one bucket. The second bucket would be um, uh, not living up to both uh, real and perceived expectations.
0: Uh, whose, are, whose expectations are these? Are they you yours, name or it. Are they...
1: Ex-wife, okay. my parents. Um, society, you know, my kids, wh- whatever. Okay. Um, and then I think that the, you know, the th- third bucket is um, my own insecurities, um, and and historical, like a, a, what I would call, it, I just I'll call it image issues, right? Like a almost like an anorexic.
2: Um yep yeah
1: that that doesn't see themselves normally when they look in the mirror. I think I have the same problem you know around you know accomplishment and or yeah. Um, yeah. you know having a real perspective on who I am, yeah.
0: now, uh it's interesting that you bring this up because I think that these may be are you tapping, yeah, I think that um. The core issue is that I think we touched upon these. Um, I think there's a core issue of shame. Like there's something... shame? Shame translates as there's a part of you that believes that there's something intrinsically wrong with you. That yeah. somehow, right, that somehow it's not that... See, we as children, we all grow up uh, wanting ex- be, to feel accepted and loved. that Those are the main emotional, what is going to make a child feel cold in the, and strong in, a, in an ego sense, in a self sense. It's they feel accepted for who they are and loved for who they are. I don't think you received any of that. And not only that, but there was something, the heavy expectations that you should be a certain way, which translated for you that somehow there was something wrong with you. Whoever, who you are is not fully okay. So there's almost a sense. Because remember when we were doing exercises too for you to feel appreciated, to feel recognized. Um, that was extremely hard. And you, I think you were deflecting a lot of them.
1: Well, I still do like, I don't look at the list. Like I'm, I don't look at the list and I can't absorb it. Yeah. I mean, like, Jennifer makes me do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I've done it with her, you know, before you and I met. And, you know, but I don't see it. I, I don't, Um. like, sh- she'll say to me now, you can retire. You don't have to work another day in your life and you have done everything you want to do. And I will yeah. say, no, I can't. No, like, I get mad at her.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, does it, is it possible that you have to still prove something to others, whoever they are? And that's part Without of your question. second?::
2: yeah. Without question. And that's
0: part of your second bucket, which I think is actually the bigger one, because if you think about it, that is that all of these, the control issues, the expectations and insecurities, their source is almost like a fountain. Yes, you put them into three buckets, but they're all coming from the same source the same spigot, which is there's a part of you that feels there's something that is not quite right with you, and therefore you have to, you know, you feel insecure, which makes a lot of sense. You have to control your environment as much as possible so nobody actually even notices or you have to cover up for your insecurities. And you I have, have to get work.
1: angry. I have exactly. to get angry um, because it's easier for me to, you know, show power through anger than it is to yes. show power through inner strength
0: yeah because the part is that there's a part of you that is that is vulnerable and that is sensitive and soft, and that is not okay to show that you you know that you care is not okay so somebody may perceive that as weakness I guess yeah I mean, if somebody really really messes up. You feel like somehow they're doing it to you. It's not that they messed up because, for whatever reason, they just messed up. It's more like you really. Mm-hmm. I um
1: I I don't uh I actually have a lot of empathy for people yes. that screw up. Um, because I I and I think emotionally I connect in
2: mm-hmm. to, to
1: people that screw up because I was always kind of a screw up, right? in in, mm-hmm. in the way my parents. Um, define life, right? Like I always did it a, a different way and therefore, um, so I actually have quite a bit of empathy for it. I think I was trained. I, I think the environments I put myself in and the behavior that was rewarded within those environments mm-hmm. tra- trained me to be angry to, to because if you have drive and you have edge, you know you're perceived as successful. You know, therefore, so when I say like I lived my parents' life, um, that person was the the non fuck up, right? Yeah. Right, but that person also made me feel bad because I I would rather, you know, you know, eight times out of ten give the person a hug and say why don't you try again right? Like, here's some ideas, why don't you try again? But I, I've lo- I've almost buried or lost empathy um, inside of myself, because I trained it out.
0: Yes. Yeah. Because the other response was showing to others that you're in control, that you're in power, and this is the response that everybody's expecting. So, what if you could actually... See, but this is actually getting us closer, Jen. So, There's two pieces here. So for just a moment, I want you to imagine that you work at a place where people in all levels get it, or you're going to let them know how it really works. That it's not about yelling to people or like screaming or getting angry, but the power of actually encouraging people to be the best they can be because you have their back. It's a completely different culture. Like you are pulling a team together like you did with the charity work because everybody's in it. Everybody, like the goal, everybody's so completely committed to where you're going that everybody's going to pull their load and more. And it's not through threats or fear, but commitment and support. Doesn't that make a lot more sense to you?
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I um, I've always felt comfortable in environments where uh, everybody was part of one goal, one team, one objective. And I don't um, feel as comfortable, you know. In and when I say like I don't want to go work for a big company, the reason is because that breeds bureaucracy, and yeah. to, to me that you know that get, gets me to all the crap I don't like. Yeah.
0: So you you, are, you have a lot that you know about yourself. The one piece is at the core. So the work piece is just one of the ways in which like the symptoms of who you are come through. But the piece that needs to be healed is actually the source. And the source is like, so let, let's test something. We're going to just, today we're actually doing a bit of exploring here. This is what we're doing and, re, you know, recapping Now, the one piece is, do you know how major people uh, professors, like you know, college, Harvard, even Harvard professors and whatnot, take sabbaticals every every seven years, right? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, professors would take a sabbatical and they just take off for a year to do what they love doing. You know about the concept of sabbaticals, right? No. Really? Okay. Google it. It's really cool. Cool. Uh, especially in the academic world, it's really something that happens a lot, especially with professors, uh, because it's such a demanding job that people take one whole year sabbatical every seven to just do whatever they want, whatever's going to nurture them so they can come back and do another seven years. But for a full year, people travel, do you know whatever they may want to do whatever it is that they really want to do, they just do it. So I think that that is one concept I wanted to bring to you because it seems like life is giving you a sabbatical, the possibility of a sabbatical.
1: That's right. I agree.
0: Right? So in that, from that place, I think that it's really hugely important. So what we need, the, the core issue that we need to work on is this, the the three buckets that you mentioned because what is going to happen next in your life? It's uh, are you still tapping? Yeah.
2: Okay. You're
0: gonna you're gonna do you're gonna do good. It's it's okay. You're gonna find a place and it's all right. And that is not something that really up for discussion. the The one thing that I would suggest is that you may start actually receiving like a rain of offers. And the piece that is going to be really, really important is that you truly ask yourself, is this what I really want? And you already got the answer, unless one opportunity came along that you say, you know what, this, this, this feels right. This just feels Right? Now, how good are you? Because I don't know if you have the... As you have learned so many skills, I don't know how good you are at really listening to that deeper part of yourself, that truer part of yourself.
1: Right? Yeah, I'm not. Um, okay. And I, I would also say that I have a, a habit of arguing myself into positions
2: mm, versus
1: yes. truly... Um, understanding, and believing.
0: Okay. So I'm going to actually give you an exercise to do for that right now that goes like this. I want you to check in with yourself several times a day. It's going to take you probably like a split second. Nothing. Okay, nothing. But you have to start at the basic, extremely basic, in order to get to that sense of intuition. Because you have it. I think you have a very strong intuition. The thing is that you rationalize the heck out of it. And sometimes you just you don't you're not listening. Does that make sense?
1: Yep. Yes.
0: So if you go back to extreme basics, if you you know like for example like something extremely simple, you know exactly when you need to go to the bathroom and when you don't, right? Yep. There's no question about it. If you get hungry and you check in, your body's going to tell you what we would prefer to eat. Would you prefer to have a salad or you might prefer to have a sandwich? I don't know what it might be. But if you just check in, is that at that simple level of getting a yes? So just for a moment I want you to you can stop talking, close your eyes, take a breath, blow it out. And just for a moment I want you to think of something in your life that is a hundred percent a yes. What comes to do you? Have something that readily comes to your mind that you have yeah. no doubt. Can you tell me what it is?
1: Um, I actually pictured Jennifer. Um,
0: oh, I thought you was going to be your child your kids.
1: No, I pictured her. Okay. Okay. I, think I, I could substitute the kids easily.
0: Of course. And do you have with her a hundred percent? Yes.
1: Um, no, but I'm talking myself out of it, like I know I feel 100. okay yes, but anxiety talks me out of it, like no, my no, kids but that's yeah my kids my kids don't um, I mean, to your point, my kids, I don't have a choice, but um right, so the without question but do you 100% the the- yes. the
0: question what I'm actually wanting you to get in touch with is. People or events in your life where you have a yes saying that, yeah, this is someone that I really love and care about. A hundred percent, no doubt. So, do you, And I have to tell you, I'm going to correct you in that. No, not every parent loves their children a hundred percent.
1: I love my kids a hundred percent.
0: Exactly. So I want you to picture them. Can you just picture even one of them so you can get really, you can do both. But just I want you to get in touch with what yes feels in your body. Yes, yep. that you're going to do anything that it takes to be with this person, to share your life. If for whatever reason your your ex were to say that you cannot see your children, you were going to fight her to death. This is this is something that is a yes in your life. You you're not going to let go of your children. No. Right. I mean, is there any doubt in your mind? That you would actually turn your back on your children? No. And it's not because you don't have the option, right?
1: No, I I could easily go live a different
0: life. What do you mean by that? You would you actually? What what you can? Not meaning do? I could
1: go I could go move to Boston and come home once a month. You know what I mean? And you know, be a helicopter dad once a month or something, right? But mm-hmm. not care. I mean I. I care deeply about, you know, what's going on with them every day and I, you know, try to be a part of molding them into the people I think they can be. Yeah.
0: And do you have a sense of what that yes, like, that yes is actually your children, but it's also, how did you feel when you were, did you have any doubt about the charitable you know, like creating that park or building no. those bicycles. I mean, was there any no. question in your mind? Was there was there any talking talking yourself into doing it? No. So how does it feel in your body to have a yes? That's what I want you to recognize.
1: Yeah, peaceful. I mean,
0: and that's it. That's it. And that is the... These, I have to tell you, Jim, these may be may seem incredibly simple, but I want you to get in touch with that feeling because that is the core of who you are. There's no struggle. There's no anxiety. There's no talking yourself into anything because you hold an absolute yes. Can you really hear that i want you to really like every cell in your body is paying attention right now and your head may be trying to figure it out but there's nothing to figure out
1: Uh, i'm not i I, i'm not uh honestly i'm that's what's interesting about it is my mind isn't uh, going anywhere i mean it's it understands it completely
0: so this is the goal This is the goal, that you live your life from a yes. Because then you're at peace. There's nothing to talk yourself into. There's nothing to control. There's nothing to, there's no expectations to fulfill because you're already doing it. You are fulfilling your, your own expectations, which is I have a yes about these and I'm doing it. I mean, if your parents came around or anybody else and said, "You know what? These projects that you're doing with these kids is bullshit." I mean, so what? You're gonna give them? I'm just gonna really go out on a limb here, okay? But I really want you to to take me seriously for a moment. If somebody were to say, "You know what?" Your dad comes over and says, "You know, this is bullshit." Cause you what? You're gonna give them bikes and then what? Then what? What is that gonna do? Why don't you just focus on what really matters? Making more money for your company. What would your reply be? Uh, I would,
1: I would I would literally laugh in his face.
0: Why? Tell me why.
1: Because it's such an incompetent perspective.
0: Right. And there's a part of you that knows that you don't even have to answer, right? It's like, okay, whatever, you know. I mean, I don't Yeah,
1: know. I mean it's a, it's a fascinating example because I wouldn't answer him. I I mean, I would literally be like, I wow, I'm really sorry you feel that way. I I I have no way to to comment. I mean, that's crazy, that's it, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Now it's almost like him tell, coming and telling you that you're a you know purple dotted elephant. You're going to be like, look at him and say, "Oh, okay." Or you turn around and go, like, I'm not even going to defend myself. Now, does it does it lose your touch with your peace and your yes? If no. somebody comes, up? exactly.
1: No, now, what what gets interesting? Okay, and, and I am firm firmly know. What gets interesting is what it. Um, I would probably feel compelled to try to make them understand, right? At some point, like it would bother me that they don't understand, and I I would at some point feel compelled to try to make them understand, but but not out of a place of defending myself, out of a mm-hmm. place of trying to. Um, trying to m- make them see there's a different way to do things. Like, may, may, almost like, it's kind of like teaching. Um, mm-hmm. It's an interesting way to frame it. but um,
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. You would like to, to almost, but, but your desire would be to take their blinders off. Yes. Your desire would be wanting to inspire them to see things differently. Yes would you be doing it from a place of anger? No. Would you be doing it out of a place of, like, you know, e- explaining to them that you're right and they're wrong? No. Or, you know, trying to make them feel like they're, you know, they're screw-ups or whatnot? Would you, come in, would you come from that place?
1: No. Um, I mean, uh, if I'm being completely candid, if I let it go too long, I would probably morph it in my mind and I could have some negative intentions in there but at at the outset no
0: yes now the piece is and at some point at some point so there's there's two pieces that I wanted to really like you know almost like I have with my mentor I have two key pieces that he has installed like a chip into my brain and I want to install two into yours one is yes so like live in absolutely.
1: Yes. Well, I phrased it as absolute yes.
0: Exactly. I so. live. I I I want to live in my absolute yes. Because I know what that feels like. And the second one that comes a little bit afterwards, when somebody's going to start questioning you, or you know you know every everything's going to start like all the other crap that comes in, right? Expectations and whatnot. The other one is. I'm not going to actually continue buying milk or trying to buy milk at the hardware store. Translating as I am going to share my dream, I am going to share my yes, I'm going to have the desire to take the blinders of people that cannot see what I see. And there's going to come a point where I'm going to say, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm at the hardware store and I already got my milk. So, sorry. Right. Does that make sense? Like, there's going to be a point where you actually come back to your yes, and you don't you don't fight that that battle anymore. Yeah. So it's about having that absolute yes within you, where you're at peace. You're an absolute. How did peace. you? How did you?
1: Did you, like, list it, or you know, did you like when you got someone, you said, okay, this is clearly an absolute yes, so I'm gonna. You know, how did you cement it? Or, like, um, because it's an absolute yes, you don't have to worry about it.
0: It's just, like, it's just getting in touch with that internal piece. So sometimes the cementing comes from, like, something else comes into my life, and I'm like, Does this, is this really something that resonates with my absolute yes or not? Right. And I'm like, no, you know, I'm just like... I have to tell you one very key component if you start rationalizing in any possible way, that's not an absolute yes. It's just not. If you start to give yourself, you know, explanations why whatever is coming your way might be a good idea, be it whatever it might be, that is not an absolute yes. Okay. Now, absolute yes does not mean that there may not be effort involved or persistence, right? Or there, there's. It's not that an absolute yes is necessarily easy, right? I mean, when I got out of my job in order to do this, which is what I love doing, it's it hasn't been an easy ride. But every time that I actually inspire someone, like we, you know, like right now with you, I hang up from my call and I'm like, this is a yes. This is my calling. This is what I love doing. I wouldn't change it for the world.
2: Right.
0: Is that is that kind of, does that make sense? It's like every step of the way, you cement that after yes. Because I bet that when you were in your projects, either with your children or with the charity work, they probably came, you had a lot of hurdles that you had to overcome and challenges that you had to deal with, right? Yes. It's not always that easy smooth ride, but you your your goal is so clear. There's like no there's no messing with it.
1: Well, it's I mean it's interesting you describe it. Like I in a weird way felt um completely at ease with the agenda and team I put together and the job I was asked to do at National Grid. Completely okay. at ease. Um yeah. And, and that includes the charity work. It includes, you know, the leadership decisions I made. You know, it wasn't easy, but I, I knew what to do when I knew how to do it, and I felt very at ease with doing it. Yeah. I And I and I described that to, you know, my new boss. And I said, now where it gets interesting is the more I moved outside of the circle of my team, so yeah. into the broader leadership team at National Grid, and then into the global leadership team and national grid, I got less and less comfortable and, Mm. frankly, more and more frustrated because I didn't understand. I think because it was was such an absolute yes for me, I didn't understand why when I explain it, they can't see it. Um, Like I almost got completely annoyed by the fact that they didn't understand it the way I did.
0: Yeah. Well, this is my guess, and I, let's see if this um, my my feeling. My is that your primary profile is a charismatic leader, so you need to lead. That is that there's no question about it. You know it. That's that's easy. My guess is that your secondary is a team player. A million things that you said actually, starting with our first session together, the way that you talk is like you're a team player, which means that. The purpose is like you're going to be a leader, but you're going to be a leader by having a team that both supports you and that you support, where everybody works together. That, to you, is huge. It's yes, just it is. Something, and it's actually something that you're brilliant at creating, and you can do that so well. I mean, this is like a talent you have. And, and as you very well know, not everybody does. Now, the moment that you stepped out of your team and you actually were at the global leadership level, then you're they're all, they're all heads. There's n- there wasn't much of a team. It's like, okay, now we're all heads here and we're all leading, but there wasn't, and you talked to me about the lack of culture or the culture that oh, didn't quite Oh,
1: It drives me crazy. I'm sitting here like angry even yes. with you saying it because there was never a team there.
0: Because why? Because they're all chiefs and there, there's no team. Everybody has to, is like leading, but you are not forming a leadership team where you support each other, but you are island. And that's something that does not work for you. No, it does not. So isn't that like, but this is amazing clarity. And that's an
1: absolute yes for me. I, I, yes. I do not want to work in a place that isn't going to be a team.
0: Exactly. Okay, so... I want you to, you know, you're already, and this is this is simple, isn't it?
1: Well, it is when you say it, but it's not that simple. It's not that simple, but it is when. when no, you, you, you know talk what? About
0: it. But you know what, Jim? It can not be that simple, and I'll tell you why. Because you do, and you told me these, and I actually I believe it a hundred percent. You have an incredible amount of intuition and perception. You're going to walk into whatever, you know, whatever place that you walk into and they offer you something. And you can ask a few key questions that is going to let you know, is these plays work at a team level with a culture where everybody's like really... I,
1: I uh, It's funny you say, I just, I don't want to interrupt you. I was in that's DC right. this week and this guy that I've become friends with, he, he took his company public last year and um, I was there showing the guy that's taking my job, you know, this company and I walked around that building, and I'm like, this is a place I want to be. Um, it was fun. It was energetic. It was young. It was happy. It was a team-oriented place. They were mission-driven. Like, I, I literally walked out of there saying, holy cow, I need to find a place like this. It's That's
0: it. That's, that's exactly it. That's it. There's no, the, your, your biggest job is not about finding who you are. It's actually getting rid of everything that you're not. Say that, say, talk more. That about your, that. your biggest job that we're going to work together and from here forward is not about finding who you are. It's actually letting go of everything that you are not. And you are not the person that talks himself into anything anymore. That's it.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that's... I, I, should, I should be in a position where I don't need to morph myself to fit into an environment. Like, I felt like for four and a half years at National Grid, I was giving up myself to, to fit into what they wanted from me instead no. of fighting for who I was and saying, if you don't like it, fuck off.
0: Well, so, that, so let's let's rephrase that. Let's rephrase that. Take, now, <laughs> no, take, I like yes, the way another, I
1: phrased
0: it. No, because no, there's something that you can do even better. Take a breath and say, because you said I should be the person that no longer needs to, right? Yep. So I want you to take a deep breath and make it a present tense statement. I, I am a
1: person who no longer needs to.
0: Exactly. No longer needs to.
1: Um, I, I am a person that no longer needs to sacrifice who I am to fit into the, the environment and to, to fit into an environment.
0: Anywhere. Not only that, I am the person who. So I want you to repeat this after me, and I hope you are tapping. And if not, just start with me. I am a person.
1: I am a person.
0: Who knows what is my absolute yes?
1: Who knows what is my absolute yes?
0: And that is what I'm doing in my life from this day forward.
1: And that is what I'm going to do in my life from this day forward.
0: In every aspect of my life.
1: In every aspect of my life.
0: There you go. Now, the big key that I want you to this is what I would like. Say, say it know. again.
1: Say it again, Laura, please.
0: Of course, yeah. You have to repeat it after me, right? While well, you tap, you yep. can tap even in your card or whatever. i got to
1: like. tap, write, and repeat after you all at the same time. So just, yes. I, I'm trying to write it down.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, remember that these are also recorded, right? Said, yeah, uh, I,
1: uh,
0: yep. You never listen to these, but anyway, <laughs> maybe one day. Um, I have to tell you, Deb, Deb Horler, who referred yep. to you, she leads in between sessions about at least three or four times to our session.
1: Well, she's an overachiever. I'm not. Just kidding
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah yeah, right you're not that's a good that's a good job today so i am I am the kind of person
1: I am the kind of person
0: who's committed to my absolute yes, I live in my absolute yes
1: in every aspect of my life,
0: exactly.
1: From
2: these days forward. I love it. Good.
0: Now, this is going to be the challenge, and I'm going to push you on these, and it's going to take about eh, a minute or two of your day, okay? Yep. But this is going to be really big, so I want you to do it. But like, I want you to, if you have to write it, it's extremely simple, but I want you to do it. Because you are a leader, you need a team, and you need a, an accountability for what you really want to do. And on this one, this coming week, I'm going to hold you accountable. So every day, I want you to be, you know, it's, it's very hard because you have been, um, you have been, you have trained yourself into this pattern of being anxious, of feeling insecure, you have trained yourself. So there's going to be a tendency to go that place. So what I want you to just wake up, like right now, and start your day, and you're like, I am leaving in my absolute yesterday. And you're going to notice. You're going to start noticing when you're not. You're going to start noticing. Okay. And I, want just, I just want you to pay attention and see how you can actually take a breath and say, okay. This is, I'm contorting myself into something that I'm not. And I am now choosing to let go. I, I am now choosing to let go. Now, I want, what I want you to do every day, and this is the part that is going to take you a couple of minutes, I want you to text me. And I may or may not respond. I may just respond just like, great, or okay, got it, or whatever. But I want you to text me and just, just text me, I got it, and I'm back into my Yes. Or, oops, I got really messed up, and, and I just so end over. of the day? End of the day? You can do it whenever it's convenient, whatever you notice. I don't have an expectation on when you're going to do it. No, when I mean, I would,
1: if I wake up and try to say, okay, I'm going to live in my absolute yesterday, then it would make sense to me to evaluate that, you know, somewhere during the day. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So you can text me during the day when you notice something. Maybe somebody comes your way and says, you need to come work for me. And you know, and you go or whatever might happen, and you're like, there is no freaking way I'm here. Yeah. And you just like take a breath, and you can just even tell me, I just experienced something that was not my absolute yes and no. Thank you. And that's yep. it. So whenever, Good. whenever it applies.
1: Got it. I'm on it. Okay.
0: Good. Feel
1: energized. Yay! All
0: right. Because you're in your yes. So do you also notice that you have, and this is what happens when you have, when you're in your yes, you have a lot of energy. You feel extremely motivated, and there's a deep sense of peace within you because there's congruency.
1: Without question.
0: You're aligned. You're aligned with yourself, and you also know that, that yes, it's good, not just for you, but the greater good for everybody. Involved. Well, I
1: mean, it, it's, it, I mean, it's interesting, you know, when we were going through it, like um, when I was explaining the company I saw this week, I, I was, you know, like a, I had a flash in the back of my mind about, my, you know, my parents. And I'm like, I would have no reason to have to justify what I just said to anybody, including my parents,
2: yeah. right?
1: If I say, listen, these are the things that matter to me, and I, I want this to be how I live, um, how can anybody argue with that? I, exactly. any, anybody.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And I have to tell you that there was, on that, on that um, exact same topic, one of my clients, she was having an issue with, with a person in her life. And, you know, and I, and I was trying to figure out how they could reconnect. And she just took a deep breath and, with no anger, she just said, At this moment in my life, being in touch with this person is painful for me. Yep. And there's, no, there's nothing to say after that, right? Other than, I honor you, please take care of yourself. That's it. Yep. That's right? exactly I mean, right. When, when you speak your truth, that's what happens. People can they can argue but then you're like, Okay, you know, I understand that you may not agree, but you there's no way, there's no energy for you to do anything about it.
1: Completely because when agree. you're
0: in when you're in your yes, you got your milk, you need to go no place to get it. Yep. You have your red balloon and your milk, you're set. <laughs>
1: Completely agree.
0: Good. All right, so I look forward to hearing from you starting today. Check. Why do you do that either? Yeah. Okay.
1: I'm on it. All right,
0: love it. Thank and you. you know that the phone that you called is my my cell phone.
2: Okay. Thank you. All right.
0: Take Bye-bye. care. Bye bye.